3: Money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money.
6: Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN.
4: DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL in this playoffs. New customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket 200 in free bets instantly. Download the app. Use code VSIN when you sign up. Available to play in select states. Gotta be 21. DraftKings.com. For full details,
3: it is early here on a Thursday morning. So, most sports books here in this city, Las Vegas, they shut down for a little bit overnight. Circa, of course, is open 24 hours. South Point's open 24 hours. Those two books have KC now favored by one at home. The Westgate does as well. I'm looking at other spots across the country and globally. They're also moving to KC, a small favorite at this point. I'm curious at how high this number gets before kickoff on Sunday, and Richard Skinner is uh, kind enough to join us here early on a Thursday morning, anchor and columnist for Channel 12 in the city of Cincinnati to talk about this game. Richard, good to talk to you today. How are you?
2: Good to talk to you, and I'm, I'm guessing Pat Mahomes practicing in full yesterday has made that number
6: move.
3: Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. exactly right, and right, this number is not going to go back at all because I'm guessing, Richard, the right. closer we get to kickoff, it's only gonna be more positive news coming out of Kansas City. There's not there's like Andy Reid's not gonna come back come out and say, Oh boy, we had a big setback or Mahomes is gonna say, Boy, my ankle feels like twenty percent. So this number can only go one way moving forward, right? I mean it can only go like K C minus two, two and a half, maybe potentially even three.
2: Yeah, I I think you're probably right. And uh you know even when you see full participant in practice did, did he push it much did he mm-hmm. um did he did he get mushed i mean practicing full means you literally went through all the reps but how how intense were those reps so I, I think i agree with you though because he's obviously said he wants to play he said he's going to play he's now practiced in full on wednesday i'm assuming he's going to practice in full today and in the walk through on friday and we'll see what happens in pregame over now maybe when we see him in pregame warm-up, people then go, oh, wait a minute, he doesn't look right, and then the number goes the other way. Right. I mean, it, probably, it probably goes up.
3: yeah." So what's the game plan, you think, right away to begin this game? The Bengals have been so good going back to last year, especially, like, limited teams. If you go back and look at their scores, like, this year, like the last 8, 10 weeks, they give up basically nothing in the first quarter. Do you think they test Mahomes immediately by bringing, you know, extra heat off the pressure? Are we going to see blitzing right away from the Bengals in this game?
2: I can't imagine you don't. I mean, you want to see how does he handle that, um, move him off his spot, see how he does move off the spot. And if he does move and maybe he hits you for a home run, you actually then can say, all right, we'll we'll scrap that idea. One thing that Lou Anarumbo, the defensive coordinator, is really good at is disguising all the blitzes and coverages and whatnot. And I thought Deion Dawkins of the Bills, their offensive tackle, was really honest um, after the game on Sunday. I was not in their locker room. I was watching a, a show in my hotel room that night. Um, and I actually, use this quote for another story, where he said, "We had no idea where they were coming from and when they were coming." And he said it really confused us. Mm. And he's not the first person to to kind of suggest that or say that. So I'm with you. I think you blitz Mahomes early. You see how he moves, and if you figure out he can't move, he becomes a sitting duck at that point. In my opinion,
4: what's the status of the Bengals' O line, and how important will will that be? They were great against Buffalo. The running game blowing them off the line of scrimmage, uh, protecting Burrow. How will that look on the road again against Jones, in your opinion, and how is the health of the O-line?
2: Yeah, I don't think Alex Kapper, Jonah Williams play. They, they didn't practice yesterday. They haven't practiced since they each suffered their injuries, and now we're on Thursday. And, you know, if you're not practicing on Wednesday, you're probably not going to practice on Thursday, and then hence the week's gone again. So I think it's the same line that rolls out uh, this week, the out at Buffalo with Jackson Carmen, who was kind of a bust as a guard. Uh, making his second start at left tackle. And he's right, they, the running game was really, really effective. Now, the one thing I will say pass rush-wise, Buffalo's not exactly dynamic on the edge, especially since Von Miller got hurt. So mm-hmm. that wasn't a big test for this offensive line. Um, Ed Oliver certainly interior is, but the strength of the, the offensive line honestly is guard to guard. So, um, you know, you kind of neutralize that. I think this is a big different challenge with Frank Clark and, and Chris Jones for sure. But they ran it well against Kansas City in the regular season. Samaje so P. Ryan played for Joe Mixon because Mixon was hurt and went through over 100 yards on the ground. And I think the running game has to be a big part of what they do this week.
3: Yeah, and here's what I liked last week, too, especially in the snow. Taylor recognized that. And he said, well, wait a second here. We're getting like five yards a clip against this Bills defense. We're just going to keep pounding Mixon. And Burrow was awesome early. He had 18 completions at halftime, but there was no need to throw the football. He'll stick with that, I'm guessing, right? Like, if they notice they can run against the Chiefs, like, that's going to be a bigger part of the game plan than, t- than it typically would be otherwise.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and listen, this is, let's be clear, this is a pass first, pass off <laughs> offense. And when you mm-hmm. have Joe Burrow, you want to pass first and pass off. But you're right. Once they, it looked like, had control of the game on both sides of the ball, especially in the snow, there was no reason to do anything but run it. Um, plus, Buffalo played a lot of too high safety look, which literally says, run the ball against us. It invites that. Kansas City plays a lot of that as well. So, they're going to dare you to run it, and you have to run it efficiently and effectively. And if they do, I think Zach Taylor's a smart enough coach to to keep doing that. Even though, again, like I said, it is still this is Joe Burrow's offense, and they want him to to, to do as much as he can. But but they're not going to be stupid.
3: Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Our guest, Richard Skinner, columnist and anchor for Channel 12 in the city of Cincinnati. Uh, this sounds like it's much easier than it actually is on the field. Like, you should be able to game plan for Travis Kelsey. But every team knows that. And he still goes out, like, last week and has 14 catches. So what is what is the game plan here to kind of slow him down? And I know the D.C. was talking about this yesterday. He's like, if they do the ring around a Rosie, my first thing's going to be, find Kelsey. We've got to slow him down. But how do you actually do that?
2: Yeah, I want to see if they pull out the ring around the Rosie for this game. I, 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 we talked, actually, before I get to that, we talked to, to a couple coordinators of the Bengals about that when, when it happened over the year and said, you know, if you guys play Kansas City again and maybe take a knee time, maybe you do ring around the Rosie and take a knee just to to show them because it it was the craziest play I've ever seen. But they've actually, you know, they played Kelsey four times in the regular season, three under this staff, and, um, you know, he really hasn't gone off. He's caught an average of like 3.8 balls, I think, in the three games against this staff. Now, he did have 10 for 95 in the playoff game. They have a guy that they consider their tight end stopper. Now, he's been hurt. He's expected back this week, Trey Flowers. He's a long-ranging corner who's really not a great outside corner, but just has a skill set that handles tight ends. Um, getting him back this week will be big. Last week was a rookie Dax Hill, He didn't get a lot of snaps, I think six to eight snaps, but he had Dawson Knox on a couple of coverages, including one in the end zone, and he was all over them. They just seem to have a tight end stopper. You're not stopping him, but they, they consider him a tight end stopper. But, again, you know, if you look at Kelsey's regular season numbers, they're really pedestrian against this team. And, again, if you look back at last year in the playoffs, it was ten catches, yes but just 9.5 yards per pop, so he's really never gouged them. Uh, maybe it's pure luck, maybe it's coincidence, but I do think they have the answer in Trey Flowers.
4: I'm a legacy guy. Uh, I, I what, we do, want your thoughts on this and what it's like back there in Cincinnati if, if Burrow can do this again, and the lack of postseason success they had going back for years with that organization, if he can beat Mahomes for the fourth time and get back-to-back Super Bowls, how crazy this would be for Burrow at a young age.
2: It, crazy. Um, you know, this was a long-time Cincinnati Reds town, and it's obviously flipped on its head okay. for various reasons because the Reds stink and the Bengals <laughs> don't. Uh, and it is just all Bengals all the time. And we were talking about this. You know, Pete Rose was iconic in this city because he's a Cincinnati and all-time hits leader, obviously went through his issues, but all those things. But Joe Burrow is, is – is, I don't even know if it's arguable anymore. He's already probably the most iconic sports figure in this city, and the city had Oscar Robertson at one point. Right. And if he goes to a Super Bowl and leads them again – and would lead them to a win, Um, literally he would go down as the most iconic sports figure times 70 in this city. They already love him for all the things he's done. If he does this again, um, it would be iconic. If it would put him in legendary status, and I hate to say it because I think Patrick Mahomes is just a special unicornish-type talent, Mm -hmm. but if Joe Burrow beats him again for four times in a row – you start to start to talk about quarterback conversations and who's the best in the league he doesn't have the arm talent that pat mahomes does he doesn't do spectacular things like pat mahomes does but at that point do you say he's the best quarterback in the league Mm.
4: how important was that to get Chase too and was it a a big deal at the time because uh, burrow i think was was sold them on that too if they don't take chase with that pick who knows if they're here as well they're probably not
2: oh no question i mean that was huge And, and again listen you, you, you lucked into this a little bit, right? I mean, you had to stink to get the number one overall yes. pick, which they did. And then you had to stink a little bit again to get the number five overall pick in Jamar Chase, which they did again. But then, wisely, when you have your star quarterback and your star wide receiver still on rookie contracts, they went out and overhauled the defense by spending a lot of money. Yeah. And it was a perfect formula for success. And, and it's, the window is still wide open, um, you know, no matter what happens in this game. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, you, you, these two guys um, are just
3: a dynamic duo. Chase scored the first touchdown of the game last week against the Bills. Do you think this is another Jamar Chase game? Is it T. Higgins? Is it somebody else like Tyler Boyd? If Burrow beats him up in the air, who do you think it would be?
2: I think it's T. Higgins. And some of it is, you know, Kansas City got burned by Jamar Chase in the regular season matchup last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, it really was. They just they rolled all their coverage that they could towards him to slow him down because he just struck the fear of God in them, and, and rightfully so and I think you'll see again that coverage go towards him and when teams do that T Higgins on the other side is always the answer because somebody's in one-on-one coverage and he's really really good when he does that um, so I, I yeah I would lean team hit T Higgins if it was me
3: yeah we saw that last year in the Super Bowl with Higgins and how effective right. he was right yeah you can follow Richard on Twitter he is at local 12 skinny anchor and columnist at channel 12 in Cincinnati Richard pleasure talking to you thanks for the time
2: All right. have a great day guys
3: yep great job. Yeah, Higgins, the last time they played KC this year, it was week 13. He had three for 35 and one touchdown. But I think that is a good point. I mean, they know how badly they were roasted by Chase last year. They were embarrassed by Chase in the regular season.
4: They can't. That was uh, Kansas City shut down in the
3: second half. Uh, right? These games have been wild. So close and uh, right there every fourth quarter. Isn't it funny? Peyton Manning comes on national TV and said the biggest hoax in football is second-half adjustments.
4: Yeah, never made one.
3: Never made one. What do you do when you go to the halftime? You go to the bathroom, eat a couple of oranges. Okay, coach, let's go. Yeah. Yet, the Bengals get so much credit for their second-half adjustments or how they adjust throughout the game later on, and a lot of that has been against this Chiefs team. Yeah. In the playoffs at home. And to shut him down like that, right? Yeah. And then the playoff game was just
4: weird last year. I mean, the, the decision before halftime and to throw it oh. behind the line of scrimmage and then you know not taking points and how, how that came back to bite them too, and it looks like they were going to blow him out and then – Cincinnati makes the comeback. Yeah.
3: There was a huge play on Tyreek Hill in that game, right? To stop him like at the one-yard line? That was before halftime. That was right before halftime. That was the, was that... They threw it to him. Yeah, Never had a chance. That's right. Up next, uh, a segment we like to call here Real or Fugazi. It might not sound accurate at first, but they really need to be favored in this specific situation. That's coming up here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: is follow the money on vsan you want an edge sunday point spread total props vsan experts have you covered intro offer 9.99 access to every play every guest every host the deep dive betting reports the betting guides for the biggest games of the year limited time offer vsan.com slash subscribe sign up today for only 9.99
6: Rich Moss and Polly Howard are here to make you a friend of ours. That would mean you were made, guy. Investigating what is and isn't legit. Professor Fugazi. All right. Professor Fugazi, I we'll looked at it for two seconds. Seeing through the lines to make you a better better. I know you
4: know. And I know, you
6: know, I know, you know. The FTM Army is being sent for. In our thing, you get sent for, you go in alive, you come out dead. And it's your best friend that does. These two wise guys would never steer you wrong. Forget about it. This is Real or Fugazi on Follow the Money.
3: Pauly number one, if the Bengals go through the Ravens, Bills, and Chiefs just to make the Super Bowl, they have to be favored against the Eagles or the mm. 49ers. Is that real or is that fugazi? So
4: that's fugazi.
3: Oh whoa! Be- if
4: it's if it's Philadelphia, and Mahomes is compromised and not even close to himself, turns out the Bills were a bit of a fraud. Also, turns out that this guy might be fifty or sixty percent. And when they when when they've been healthy, they beat themselves they were sloppy on monday night but that's the only time philly's lost a game so i think philly would have to be a short favorite in that particular matchup if if all the you know the if what ifs the
3: what, if, the what ifs all uh, come into play there that's your opinion bills yeah. were fraudulent yes i would agree with that sentiment yes. but i don't think your the power market rating would agree. was way off yeah oh, come on that, that,
4: that's you can't debate, though, that they weren't even close to the same team or their
3: power rating since the first Jet game. I'll give you one. What if the Eagles win on a walk-off field goal, close game the whole way through? Yeah, okay. Bengals win by two touchdowns yeah, at KC. they're favored. favorite. Favorite? Okay. They are favored then. Yes. The, the more I think about it, the more I think Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets would make them instant. Oh, what are you doing? Instant AFC contenders. Fugate, what are you doing? You change your mind now? Realer Fugasey. Well, yeah, real, but what'd you change your mind for? I, I didn't really change my mind. I, you weren't I, buying at all yesterday. No, 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 no that's wrong. Huh? I said the two first-round picks. I said you can't give up two first-round picks for the guy. I said playoff team. You said no. No, no you said with Mike White playoff team. Okay, go ahead. I challenge you on that. I'm like, okay. Mike White okay. playoff okay. Oh, team, let's you, calm down what, with that. What's your thinking? Rodgers yeah, goes yes, here. Yeah. Huh? He's, he was recently back-to-back MVP in this league. The Packers then said, oh, yeah? Well, then now go do it without Devontae Adams. He would go to the Jets, who, in my opinion, have better weapons today, clearly, over the Packers. With that defense, instant AFC contenders. Absolutely. Yes. I don't know. You, you,
4: you couldn't push back on the Mike White stuff because of how bad Wilson was when he was in there. And then Mike was compromised. But anyways, it, it, it's, a, it's set up well. With that roster, that they can make some noise if you get a star quarterback like that. Sirianni not being a coach of the year finalist is something they will use as motivation. Ooh. well, listen, it might be real to be the one. Someone has to get credit for what happened this year in Philadelphia, and no one's getting credit. Yeah, ah hurts. Ah, but he got hurt. No MVP hurts. It's the system around him and the offensive line and the weapons. Yeah, but. Siriani was the wire-to-wire
3: favorite and wasn't even a finalist. Someone needs to get credit for what happened in Philadelphia, yeah, and it's I, we, not happening. You know what this is? This is the Chip Kelly-Nick Foles year all over again. It is. Everybody poo-pooed that. Foles at yeah. 27-2. and two. Well, it's a fluke. Chip Kelly's a terrible head coach. Well, it actually happened. Right. I watched it. He had seven touchdowns <laughs> yeah, in one right. game. Yes, he and did. And he played well throughout the entire year, yeah. but no credit was given that year to the Eagles on offense. Yeah. To either one of those guys. Real, that's real. I I think that might be real. I mean, look look at the stuff the the
4: Bengals are using. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's exactly where I was going to go. This is
3: legitimate. Players and coaches are looking for any edge they can possibly find, any possible source of uh, motivation. I think this might be absolutely real with the Eagles.
4: Yeah. I I was led to believe quicksand was going to be a bigger issue when I was a kid. Well, Real or Fugazi. The way when, we that, grew, when we grew up, every like TV show or movie had quicksand. It's watch out. Like, watch out. It's going to get it's you. going to get
3: you. will sink. Yeah. yeah. It'll, it's it'll right swall- around the corner. It'll swallow you up. Yeah. Watch your step. Yeah. Right. Uh, don't yeah. look before you cross the road and watch out for that tricky quick quicksand. Yeah. Like we, Boba Fett in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, no. You got it? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The, huh. isn't that funny? The, the way that that is phrased, the way that we were led to believe Yes, the, the amount of times it that you're lied right. to as a kid is now, off the charts. You'll
4: never encounter
3: quicksand. Yeah,
4: it, like it was like around the, every corner of where it was going to be. Yeah. Be careful,
3: quicksand. And there's going to be a rattlesnake waiting for you as well. <laughs> it's like some of these characters are on the holidays. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the worst coaching hire in the off season will be if the Broncos or any other team land on David Shaw as their guy, real or fugazi. Yeah,
4: that's real. That would absolutely be. Oh, that'd be horrendous. That's
3: Hackett-type stuff, too. Is he the worst potential I mean, guy, candidate out there? I think he is, isn't he? I'm well, he's, pro- he's probably better than Jeff Saturday.
4: Yeah, he's better than Saturday. And this might actually happen, too. I mean, that would just be an abomination. If Hersey brings back Saturday, uh, who was never qualified from the get-go and
3: never coached at a real level of football, and it was a disaster. How yeah, about I'll, bring, a, I'll bring him back, sure. If the Broncos go from Hackett... To David Shaw. Oh, I'll go one more. If they go from Fangio to Hackett to David Shaw, that's just I feel I feel awful for the fan base. Was Vance Joseph in there? Oh, uh, he might. Was he? Bo- was he? Hmm. Didn't they have Vance Joseph? May have had him for a minute. My timeline might have been screwed up there for, what? for a second. Okay. Oh my God. That's wow. We're talking Hugh Jackson into Freddie Kitchens territory. Then yeah, how bad it was with Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy winning Rookie of the Year would set a bad precedent for future award winners. Real, Fugazi.
2: Mm.
3: down to boy. three guys: Purdy, Kenneth Walker, uh, and Garrett tough. Wilson. That's tough. I uh, Fugazi because he did.
4: I think he played enough. Oh, boy. now the MB, We've done this with the NBA but I mean you had guys that were awesome but they only played 30 games right that you got it he got a half but I mean he got to seven that's not and half. he was so I know but he was so impressive but also you're talking 80 again why' they play so many why are you playing 82 games in this day and age but ah it's close that's I don't think tough seven's one. enough I don't think he can give it to that's like top seven one. games nah huh?
3: I just I don't think he can okay
4: you to th- I see both sides of that I see both sides it's tough but also what he did was so damn impressive. I also think that but it, it's, it also, it's this, this doesn't happen if he's a high draft pick. It's because of Mr. Irrelevant. Mm. He's supposed to come in and stink.
3: Right. And he did the exact opposite. And he had opposite. no expectations and, he, and they kept, they right, the, the game. bar was so low that we saw how bad Trey Lance was. I would also say the reason why he can win is, and this is no, sh- well, it is going to be a shot at Walker and Wilson. The, the other candidates, there's no Jamar chase this year. You know what I'm saying? There's no, there's nobody that really jumped off the page like, that dude's got to be the guy who wins it. Yeah. I think that's why Purdy is also in the mix. The Cowboys will not... I'm going to go one more Oh God. on the Cowboys. They will not win another Super Bowl in our lifetime. Is that real or Fugazi?
4: That's Fugazi. I will change it. They will not win another Super Bowl in Jerry Jones' lifetime. As long as he's calling the shots, it's not going to happen. Well,
3: he might outlive you. What's happening? <laughs> oh, you say that all the time. You don't know how many years you have left. <laughs> we got to get off the shift. Um,
4: this, uh, no, Jer, Jerry didn't look well on Sunday. Uh, but that's father time's undefeated. The kid's up against it. Mm-hmm. But, but it also goes back to, he. Uh, it's no coincidence that since the Jimmy Johnson thing, it was just an embarrassment of riches and they were so good, his line came to fruition about anyone can coach the team and win. Yeah. And then Barry got it, Barry Switzer. But you can't, you can't be serious with Big Mike. Nope. And
3: then you're going to fire five assistant coaches. But keep Big Mike. But keep him on board. Go get Sean Payton. Right. Who, win, th- who wins a title first, Yankees or Cowboys? They're both wildly disappointing. I mean, Cashman's a big reason why, too. There's no way you can argue that, right? Oh,
4: God. Ah, oh, boy. I'll have to say Yankees. Yankees are close. Cowboys aren't close. Yankees just have can't get by the Astros. I'd probably go Yankees, too.
3: Yeah. I'd probably go Yankees. Dallas, I mean, this is... You see Dax issues in the playoffs. and Okay, last beat, one 10, here. You beat
4: Tampa. Who cares? Yeah,
3: Joker did not play last night. Yeah. But he's averaging 25-11 and 9.9 9 assists. He is the odds-on favorite to 3-peat as the NBA MVP. Yet, Paulie, he is underrated. Real Fugazi.
4: That is real. He is underrated. And playing in Denver hurts him. Does But it just... What he does... People need to be more aware of the on-off numbers with this guy. They're one of the worst teams in the league when he's on the bench, and they're awesome. It's like the Curry stuff, too. Same thing with Curry, the on-off numbers. But what he did last year, he was so, his top two players were hurt. The second and third best players on the team were hurt, and somehow he willed them into like the sixth seed.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: He's, yeah, and he's just doing stuff out there. It's like every game, I'm going to try something new. I'll shoot twenty times, right? I'll shoot five times, and I'm gonna get everyone involved. I'm gonna shoot for fifteen assists. He's really making a mockery of the game. He's that good. Oh, he would. Be, what so he wants to do the if, passing. And if and, he was in a bigger market, he would just
3: be the biggest superstar in, or, in the entire. Or sport. if he had a supporting, better supporting cast, yeah. forget about it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, more player awards coming up next. Check that. More player props coming up next, and uh, you're gonna hear from Kyle Shanahan getting Brock Purdy to play at Philadelphia.
6: is follow the money
4: on VCN. Before you make your next bet, visit VCN.com. Check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game. It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Another way we're here to help you make a smarter make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits every game, vCN.com.
3: We have Pete Prisco from CBS coming up in 15 minutes. We'll talk to him about Mahomes, the, the current line, where it's going to go with the Chiefs and the Bengals, and also some NFL awards that we have coming up as well. When you look at the uh, passing props, Paulie, coming up on Sunday, the overall passing yards, Brock Purdy, uh, he's across the board, a half, as high as 220.5. Mm-hmm. Will they have success on the ground? Yes. Okay. I think they will, and I don't expect Purdy to have a lot of success in the air. You can, when the heat and the blitz gets to Purdy, not that the Eagles even have to blitz, uh, he turns into a below average quarterback, and the Eagles secondary is elite. So it's going to have to be a lot of yak, in my opinion, and they can do that. They're number one in yak. Yes, they are. So if he gets the ball out quickly and, you know, he doesn't get caught in no man's land there, uh-huh. then potentially. But I'm the more I'm looking at this number in the game, I like under 219 and a half. You
4: think he throws a pick? Yes. He's a sixty to throw an interception. I think he throws. but he's gotten away with a lot of them. Oh, Last week, how does Diggs drop that? I know. He's been lucky. He's good. He's been lucky. Under one and a half touchdowns, by the way. Minus 160.
3: There's another Purdy prop. All right. So here's his head coach, Kyle Shanahan, getting Purdy ready for Philly and how it compares to playing up in Seattle.
5: I think we did that week. I mean, that was huge just because that was our first game really all year that it was that important, and it was, Brock kind of had experience with it, and um, so it was great to have that, especially with us going to Philly. I remember us talking about that that week that we needed that um, we needed that rep in case we ended up in the NFC Championship at Philly, and we got that, and I'm very fortunate that we did, and I feel we're good to go. He knows what to expect. He knows how we do it, and um, we'll give him reps at it all week, but he got it ready on just a Wednesday when he played Thursday, so it won't be an issue this week.
3: Hmm. I know that the 12th man up in Seattle, it's always been really, really loud again, but this is a bee's nest he's walking into in Philadelphia.
4: Yeah. They, they Seattle dropped several interceptions in that game, yeah. and, uh, but Kittle was a monster. And the and the win.
3: Thank you to Nikki Stats on Twitter. He took a screen grab of the coach of the year odds prior to week fifteen at DraftKings. Nick Sirianni was minus four dollars to win the award. God. Dan Campbell Lions twelve to one. Robert Salah fourteen to one. Kevin O'Connell was twenty to one. Mike McDaniel was twenty. Mike McCarthy was twenty-five to one. The two other finalists. Brian Dable and Kyle Shanahan were each 35 to 1 to win the award before week 15. Pete Carroll was 30 to 1. Four dollars. And he's not, not even, even a finalist. finalist. Oh. This and, is all timer. And here we go. The media asked him about that this week.
5: Oh man. Uh, um, hey, uh, Bob Bob did just tell me that, right, when we when we walked down here. Um yeah, uh, you know, that's, that's something I can't control. Um, and those awards are nice and, and everything like that. Uh, I'm really happy for Jalen and, and Shane that they're that they that they're, that they're uh, on that. But, you know, we have obviously been much bigger things uh, ahead and uh, on our sites than, than individual awards.
3: Well, you know who should be pissed off? People who have Sirianni from the preseason or from right away, like week one, week two, and were holding these tickets and it was oh, looking yeah. like, a, you know, you had a great chance to cash it. And that guy can't even be made a finalist? Not even named in the top three? Yeah. Oh, boy. That is a kick to the breadbasket, man.
4: Got to use that as motivation. That's real. That's real. Not like what they're doing in Cincinnati. I mean, this is real about, hey, come on. This is ultimate disrespect here. Fair enough. What happened? We were the one seed. We we made the playoffs last year, but also how I coached up Hurts and developed Hurts didn't throw the ball like this
3: last year. Yeah. The offense has been great this year. It really has been. This is uh the Buffalo Bills here. Disappointing way to go out. They were listless on offense last week. Allen and company really didn't do much. They only scored 10 points in the snow at home. Mm-hmm. And uh, quite frankly, they were destroyed by the Bengals. And Cincinnati was clearly the better team. Their GM, Brandon Bean, and this was making the rounds yesterday, he said... When he's comparing rosters and the state of their team to others, I don't want to suck bad enough to get Jamar Chase.
5: No, they have a good team. I mean, um, they right now are on the advantage of a rookie quarterback contract, and you know, they had some lean years, and without getting too much into their build, and you know, I don't want to, I don't want to suck bad enough to have to get. Jamar Chase, like he's a heck of a talent. I'd love to have him, but you gotta, you gotta go through some lean years to do, to do that. And you know they, you know they were able to get Burrow one, and I don't remember where Chase was drafted, but it was pretty high. Like, and those guys are on their rookie deals. We're paying Stefan Diggs a pretty hefty number. We're paying Josh Allen a pretty hefty number. So there is the constraints of the cap, um, but they have a. They have a really good team, and they got some good young players. Mm.
3: Okay, so Chase I, went fifth. I found it refreshing, okay. and what he said there was the absolute truth. And I know people had a problem with what he said about sucking enough to. No, that's he, all he is is telling you what the Bengals were like. They were not a good football team, and he doesn't want to be like the worst team in football to end up with those players. And now he, because Josh Allen had to sign a monster contract, and they had, the, you know, they had to make him that offer. And they did, and he's their guy. But they also, you know, they did not have to trade and give up a lot of money for digs and they did that. Yeah, true. You have to make that move. You could have drafted somebody in the draft.
4: Yeah. Uh, you had some injuries, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I guess everyone has that. The other thing, don't get out Uh In Buffalo, there's stream. we've been out in the playoffs three years in a row. The other thing, the big story at the end of the back end of the year was the regression of Josh Allen, or at least he didn't play close to MVP level. Mm-hmm. The turnovers were a big problem all year long. And he did not get it to 10
3: points at all. Come on. 10 points. Uh, Cannot happen. I'm looking at the Super Bowl odds for next year, 2024. Chiefs plus 550. Bills 6 to 1. Niners are 7 to 1. Bengals are 9 to 1. I think those are reversed. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not saying this because of uh, what happened on the field on Sunday. If you've listened to this show at all, going back to almost October, you know how much I love this uh, Cincinnati team. I think the Bengals need to be lower on the board than the Bills. People need to admit that uh, they got something wrong with Buffalo or, or go back and kind of tweak the numbers here with their power ratings and adjust how Allen played down the stretch and how the defense wasn't nearly as good as uh, we, we thought they were. And they missed Dable. That was another thing, too, oh, Yeah. as well. So uh, will they use this,
4: you think? Hey, I have to say, you don't want to suck bad enough to get Chase. Well, they use this too. Burrow was asked about using everything they can for motivation.
5: I just I think that's that's part of this game, part of being a competitor. Whether it's football or basketball or baseball or any sport, you're gonna you know you're gonna find anything, any little thing you can, whether it, it helps
6: or it doesn't. Uh, I know I, I no nobody in that locker room needs any more motivation than. What's inside of them, and that's why we're, we're so good. But whenever you can find some some little thing externally, it's you might as well use it.
3: Ah, I love that kid. Good job. I think he's so good.
4: He knows. He's laughing at the end as well. Oh, he is. Yeah. I mean, the, the, this stuff the last couple weeks has been ridiculous. Maybe you guys walked off the field too on a Monday night game. Well, you did the right thing, but you walked off the field. So stop with the league as it in for us, and the league is, yeah, the league wants to sell tickets to a game that's going to be played in eight days if Buffalo wins. You're doing the same thing. You're playing Jacksonville. If Jacksonville upsets Kansas City, you'd like to put people in the stadium. The dumbest thing I've ever heard. They're screaming in the locker room, refunds. Refunds!"
3: You're doing the same thing. It was laughable with all this crap. Are are we beyond that point now, though? You should be. It's the AFC title game. I mean, what do you need more motivation for? What's on the line here? Come on. It's to go to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. It's a legacy game. And I like what I get. What our guest said 35 minutes ago, Richard Skinner from Channel 12 in Cincinnati. If Burrow, just if he goes back to the Super Bowl this year, he'll be the biggest like athlete, not even close. He said this will take him to infinity in that city. Right. And for years, it was always a Redstown. No longer the case. They stink. Bengals are great. And he pointed out how the Big O played there for a long time. Doesn't matter. Burrow is going to be the king in that city. Probably for the rest of his life, just to make it back there again. Very impressive. Yeah, he'll never pay for Skyline Chili no, ever again. No, no. By the way, one more thing on the uh, coach of the year, Doug Peterson was not even on the board before before week fifteen.
4: Well, yeah, they were four and eight or five and eight. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. five and eight. Saved the season, the comeback against Dallas. The um, the um, uh, t- Tennessee had to implode. Imagine that if you. Yeah, didn't... I could see that too about why Peterson. Oh, Peterson's got got an unbelievable case to win it. Yeah, you won a bad division, though. You were 4-8. It doesn't matter.
3: No? No. Dumpster fire last year.
4: Yeah, but that's all. He's getting credit for Urban Meyer's buffoonery, though, too. He should get
3: credit for that. uh, Lawrence couldn't play a year ago. Yeah. And they were the worst worst team in football back-to-back years. Well,
4: no one thought Seattle would go to the playoffs. Uh, Sirianni got the one seed. I mean, there's a lot of candidates, though, too. Someone, if you're only going to cut it down to three...
3: How about Dan Gamble? I mean you could say, Well you were one and six, well yeah what hell of a job though. You almost made the playoffs. We'll continue talking awards with Pete Prisco from CBS Sports up next. Does he think Brock Purdy's actually gonna win? And who does take coach of the year?
6: This is follow the money on VSN.
3: With conference championships this weekend, it is time to check out Bet Rivers. You could win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money instantly by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers squares this football season. Place a ten dollar bet or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at betriversquares.com. Pete Prisco joins the program now, senior NFL columnist, CBS Sports.com. Pete, uh, pleasure talking to you as always. Thanks for the time today. What do you expect now uh, to see from Mahomes coming up on Sunday? The video yesterday looked promising, I think is the word to use. And this point spread now has flipped as the Bengals were as high as two and a half at most books, three at a couple for a few minutes before it shifted back down. And now I'm looking at the Chiefs minus one in a lot of books.
6: Yeah, and I think you got to be cautious with that video because, uh, yeah, he looked good walking off the podium, walking straight, but that doesn't mean he's going to be able to plan his foot and make all the throws and get outside the pocket. And for me, it's not about standing in the pocket and making throws. It's about his ability to create off-schedule. And he's been great at that. That's been such a big part of who he is as a player. You wonder if that will be limited because he's not going to be able to get outside and create with his legs as much to, you know, he doesn't create the run, he creates the throw. And so you wonder if that's going to be limited because of the injury. And if it is, the Bengals are going to go after him. I mean, I think they go after him anyways. They're an aggressive team, but I think they're going to go after him if he's limited.
3: Yep, I think you're spot on with that. Is it safe to say that it's very difficult to have a true opinion on this game until you watch him on at least the first drive or two?
6: Well, I think you get a better idea, yeah, because you know, look, he's probably going to, you know, take some uh, pain medication in there and uh, and limit what you can do in terms of the pain threshold. But that doesn't mean he can still be able to move around. And mm-hmm. until you see him break, contain, and get outside the pocket, I don't think you have a real idea what he is. That doesn't mean he can't complete passes inside the pocket. I mean, the guy's sure. a great quarterback; he can do it. But everything he's done in his career has been. Uh, predicated on his ability to create and get away from pressure and make plays down the field. So it'll be interesting to see how they change. What do you do with Kelsey? Do you double him? I mean, they've had success against Kelsey in their past, although he had 10 catches last year in that game uh, in the postseason. But before that, they held him to five or less in in every single game. So I do think that it's going to be important to uh, get him outside the pocket at some point because that's just who he is as a quarterback.
3: Yeah, what are you expecting in the other game? I've heard a couple of people make the case – for the Niners to win it outright, but mostly I'm hearing Philadelphia. And we just talked about this before you joined us. Uh, Are you surprised that Nick Sirianni did not even make the final three finalists for coach of the year? He was a $4 favorite going into week 15.
6: No, no, am I surprised? uh, Maybe that he wasn't one of the finalists. Yeah, am I surprised that he's not going to win the coach of the year? Probably not. I mean, I think if you look at it, I think Kyle Shanahan's doing the same thing with his three-quarter. He's down to his third-string quarterback. Uh, I think that's part of the reason. Uh, and then, you know, Doug Peterson did a hell of a job getting a team that had the first overall pick, you know, to the second level of the playoffs. So there's other coaches out there, but I, Sirianni certainly should have been in the mix. I like the Eagles in the game. I think the Eagles' offensive line is the real deal. And I think they're going to be able to call, control the clock, control the ball. And if you, I've always been a big believer if you block the 49ers, you're going to beat them both running the ball but down the field as well. Uh, I don't think their secondary is as good as uh, maybe some people think it is, and I think there's a availability down there to hit some big shots. So I like the Eagles. And here's the other thing. We don't know what Purdy can do in a game on the road in the postseason. He hasn't had that yet. Yep. This, this is the unknown for him. So I think uh, it's a big proving ground for Brock Purdy as well.
3: Yeah, and if he if he feels that pressure from that front of the Eagles, he's also got to take on like an elite secondary as well. I think this is where it finally catches up with Purdy.
6: I would agree with you, and I, I mean, look, you are what you are usually in this league. There are exceptions, Tom Brady being one of them, but there's a reason why he was the last, you know, player picked in the draft. That doesn't mean he can't be a successful NFL quarterback, uh, but, you know, you look at it and you say, okay, well, who is he? Is he going to be If he's going to be a star quarterback being drafted last, then that means he's basically going to be the next Tom Brady, and I don't know if he's that. Yeah.
3: Let's follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Pete Prisco, our guest, CBS Sports. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Prisco cbs do you think that purdy played in enough games to warrant winning rookie of the year
6: no i don't uh, i mean that that vote is done by the way you mm-hmm. know at the la- after the last week of the regular season it doesn't count the postseason so to answer your question no i don't think he does uh he's in the conversation but i, I don't think he warrants being rookie of the offensive rookie of the Year, and now, in his favor, is there's no you know dominant player to win that award. I think it's it's an award that will be split up by a lot of different guys. Uh, Garrett Wilson's in the conversation. I think Chris Olavi's in the conversation. Kenneth Walker's in the conversation. Uh, and he is as well. But I don't think he played enough games to win the award.
3: Who do you think wins it?
6: I think Garrett Wilson will win it.
3: You're going to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jets wide receiver. All
6: right. Uh, yeah, what about. I think Garrett Wilson will win it.
3: Yeah. Pete, Pete, I think the comeback player of the year needs some fine print below? Because we don't, like, what are you coming back from? Geno Smith really never came back from an injury. He came back from not really playing well or playing at all. And now he is one of the finalists. Uh, Barkley came back from injury. McCaffrey certainly did. I I mean, right now, if you had to bet on it, which one of those three players do you think wins that comeback player of the year?
6: I I think it would be, um, me personally, I think you'd have to Think the guy who comes back from the injury. I, I don't think coming back from a bad season is exactly what the award is meant to be. I, I just don't think it would be, for yeah. me personally. I, I think it's 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 an award that has to be for a guy who comes back from injury, and and which is why Christian McCaffrey is the guy I think will, will should and will win the award. I think he should win the award. Good answer. But coming back okay. from a bad season. Yeah. Coming back from a bad season is not comeback comeback. It's coming back from a bad season or a season where you didn't play. That's not being comeback player of the year.
4: Very good, Pete. Very good. Uh, What do you think happens with Sean Payton? Does he sit it out a year? Does he come back? What do you think happens?
6: Well, I think, you know, the Saints squawking about the compensation isn't very good for Sean Payton. I mean, I I think Sean thought he would get out of there for a – um, you know, a, a mid, late, late one, and now you hear the Saints saying we haven't necessarily set the compensation, but they've mentioned you know two ones, and so I think that's going to be a hindrance to Sean getting back in. You know, next year the price probably comes down because he's going to be it's the final year of his contract, and and then maybe he can get out banned. But I think ultimately uh, the right situation might not be there for Sean Payton. He can go back to being working for Fox and then get back in next year. Do
3: mm-hmm. you think David Shaw gets a
6: job? I mean, look, the NFL has really liked David Shaw for a long time. You know, he has ties to the NFL. He's been in the NFL. He was a good, successful coach at a school that's hard to win games in the Pac-12. And and so I think he eventually he might, but it, it just becomes whether he wants to do it again. I mean, mm-hmm. it, there's a reason guys step away, and you wonder why he stepped away. So I, I do think the NFL is enamored with David Shaw, though.
3: It's very early in this process. You know he's probably going to take his time. But again, if you had a bet on where Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year, or if he plays, what would you do there with your, with your own money?
6: I think he goes back to Green Bay. I think they figured it out. Look, it, that contract is, a, is really prohibitive. And, and then if you're going to be a team that trades two first-round picks or whatever to go get him, and there's no guarantee he's going to play past next year. So I, I, I don't see, think that there's going to be a great market for him unless you're going to get him on a one-year rental. And how many teams can afford to do that? So I think he goes back to Green Bay. Yeah. And, you know, I think part of this, by the way, is him wanting his guys back in Green Bay, and this might be a little bit of leverage to try and get them back in Green Bay. All right, you mentioned
3: that you like the Eagles in the game on Sunday. Who are they playing in the Super Bowl?
6: The Bengals. Uh, look, I, the Bengals, have even if Mahomes is healthy, I think the Bengals, they don't fear them. You know, there's a lot of yeah. teams that go to Kansas City and they get caught up in the moment, but they don't fear them. And and what they've done on defense, I mean, Lou Anarama's done a great job with that defense. Uh, and they come at you in so many different ways. They confused Josh Allen and the Bills' offense last week. They came with late mm-hmm. blitzes and the corner blitzes, and I think they're going to have a success doing that against Patrick Mahomes, particularly if he can't move.
3: You can read Pete at CBSSports.com. He is their senior NFL analyst. Follow him on Twitter. He is at PriscoCBS. Thanks for the time today. Enjoy the games on Sunday.
6: You got it, guys. Take care. Thanks, Pete.
3: Yeah, All I, totally, done. I totally agree with him the comeback player of the year thing. Yeah. Yeah, that and, not, and, Pur- and Purdy did not play enough games. I I, yeah. I go down that path too.
4: Yeah. Well said. You can't come back for having a bad year. That That's right? not the spirit uh, of the award. But uh, you know, again, also, I'll keep repeating myself. Someone <laughs> needs credit for what's what happened this year in Philadelphia, and they will use that as bulletin board material. Uh, see if it works out on okay. Sunday.
3: So, is there anything that you can take away from that yeah. to next year? I mean, Sirianni was a four dollar favorite yeah. before week fifteen. Doug Peterson was off the board. Sure. It's like your golf thing with comeback player of the year. The the I would say these long shots are never out of it. Yeah. I mean, you this is now like a, a serious track record when it comes to other awards than the MVP in the NFL. Huge numbers were still available late on some of these players. I mean Oh, this is where the odd makers are guessing. Go back to a defensive young. player of the
4: year. Yeah. Who thought Marcus Smart should have won that? Then Bill Simmons starts talking about it on his podcast and some other people, and he becomes the favorite. And it it was takes to one. Yeah. Even this yeah, year. Even this year, it.
3: Micah Parsons was a ten
4: dollars favorite in like right. week nine. That's right. And then that's it,
3: Looney Tunes, man. You could have grabbed Bosa still late in the season, like plus two fifty. Yeah. Even though he's going to run away with it. Mike Pritchard played yep. in the NFL for a long time. He was also injured before. So he's been through this process. What What is Mahomes looking at this week?
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.